Hello and welcome to another edition of Deep Thoughts from Deep State Radio, where every week, uh, Chris Kotnor, uh, my partner in doing all of this, uh, all these podcasts, and I talk a little bit about the past week and the week ahead from the perspective of Deep State Radio. How are you doing, Chris? Doing well. Thanks, David. Did you have a good Easter? Nice. We had, we had a very good Easter. I, I made dinner and uh, we we ate some lamb and we had a nice day, really nice day. Uh, very nice. It was nice, you know. Sort of spring was back a little bit. There were basketball games on TV. It was kind of generally generally a good weekend. Um, I guess my, my one of my takeaways, though, from reading the uh, paper and from following these stories, is well. You know, you and I and others of us who live in a part of the world where there are a lot of COVID vaccine uh, think, oh, this may be about to be over. That's not the case in the rest of the world. Europe is screwing up in a big way. They're not delivering um, uh, uh, vaccine quickly enough. There's another wave. France is shut down for another four weeks. There's a huge story in the Washington Post today about uh, Latin America and how this Brazilian strain has completely, um, sh- you know, d- d- debilitated health systems in neighboring countries. Paraguay doesn't have any beds left. Uruguay, which is a rich country comparatively, doesn't doesn't have many beds left. Peru has been hit hard. Venezuela has been hit hard. Of course, Brazil has been devastated by all of this. And, you you know, and, you know, the world, people talk to each other and they communicate in the world and they move from place to place. And, you know, there are a bunch of states in the United States where people are like, hey, it's all over. And it's not. And I worry that that sort of laxness combined with all these things going on in the world is going to put us in a in a dangerous place. We, we, we have something coming up this week, don't we, that's that's focused on this. Yeah, and I'll be really interested to hear um, uh, Kavita Patel's um, angle. And we also have um, Dr. Eric Feigl-Ding joining us, who's an epidemiologist and a health economist. And what I really want to know is, you know, we, we, we've talked about this return to normalcy with, you know, with spring and people being out and about, but you, the cases are are spiking back up despite the fact that we're doing a really good job with vaccinations. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with what you just said, which is people are relaxing and this is the time to kind of clamp down and, you know, really, really get a hold of the, the, you know, the disease. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's clearly not, are are you guys vaccinated Are the people, you know, vaccinated? Some people I know are vaccinated. I personally am not vaccinated, but my wife is fully vaccinated. So that's, that's good. Um, but, yeah. but then, I don't, I is don't it have, hard to do it in New Jersey? It's not hard. I'm just at, at this point, I'm just not eligible. They just increased the uh, eligibility to aged 55 and above. So I'm not quite there yet and with no pre-existing condition it's i can't even make an appointment i can go though if i want to i could go to rockaway and put myself on a wait list at like 5 a.m and 
they'll, they'll typically call you later in the day um, if they have appointments available or people miss them. Yeah, I've heard I've heard of some people doing that, but and I just you know, I mean I'm, I I I uh, uh, don't think you should complain too hard about being too young and too healthy to get the disease, but uh, to get the vaccine. But uh, you know, here in in this part of the world, they're doling out the vaccine, and I think in the United States, um, you know, we're you know on track to. I mean, we passed a hundred million. Um, people vaccinated on track to do 200 million vaccinations within the first 100 days of Biden, on track to um, hit the target of being 75% vaccinated uh, very shortly. Um, uh, but, that, you know, it still suggests there's a lot of uh, suffering out there. I think Kavita is great. And I know this guy, um, Eric Feigelding from Twitter, where he's very active. And this is one of those podcasts that we um, that we do so people can pose questions that they can sign members can sign up. Uh, talk a little bit about how that works and and why we've scheduled it at the time of day we scheduled it. So let me start with the time change. We, we, we've typically been doing these at 3 p.m. Eastern time in the middle of the afternoon, which is a lot in a lot of cases right in the middle of folks' work days. And so we're trying out uh, 5 p.m. slot to see if we can get more participation. We're not ever going to find a time that's going to work for everybody. We have listeners from 15 countries, uh, or sorry, 15 time zones. So, um, I think we're always going to have somebody who's left out, but you know, we also create videos of the shows that members can watch in, in, in their entirety. Um, and, you know, we, we really started doing these to increase the interactivity with the membership. And I've really been impressed with the questions and the discussions that we've had during, uh, during these events. Yeah, me, me too. And I also like the idea of creating the video. Obviously I, I dress up special for each one of these events and um, bring a certain kind of uh, high style to it all. But uh, quite apart from that, uh, the, 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 the ability to uh, do some of these things live as live feeds on YouTube, uh, as we did uh, last week, uh, I think is something we can play up on as as well we've also got a few more senior members of congress coming uh for these kind of one-on-ones uh and i should remind members that if you're a member and you listen to this and you've got a question that you think you'd like to pose even if it's not an interactive session you can go to the slack or you can go to us uh, via uh, email or twitter and suggest the question and we're willing to pick it up i think if i recall correctly we've got both um, Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut upcoming and um, uh, Congressman Eric Swalwell upcoming of California uh, as, we, as we had Ted Lou last week. And we're going to try to do more of that. And so, you know, one of the things you can do in, in, in the podcasting environment that you can't really do anywhere else is take big name newsmakers that you wouldn't be able to interact with um, and I consider even our Kavita to be a big name newsmaker, 
you know, uh, choose who's on television all the time and pose questions to them, you know, take, take it to the next level. And, you know, I think that's a, a big benefit of membership, but I also think it makes for better questioning because, you know, I've got no, and, and the other people who moderate don't have any uh, sort of, uh, you know, patent on, on asking the best questions and, and, and a lot of interesting perspectives from the audience. So I really encourage people to, tr to try it out. And if you've got other ideas to let us know via the Slack, I've, I've dipped into the Slack a little bit recently. I don't know if you've noticed that. I, I have noticed. And I, <laughs> I see that folks have actually, somebody asked Rosa, uh, question and I'm going to have to forward her the information, but yeah, I, I, I think that uh, the membership appreciates when you weigh in on topics. Well, I get, I get a note of notification if they mention me. So if they mention me in the Slack and say, you know, oh, Rothkoff said something crazy or I disagree or whatever, then I will re I'll, I'll engage. So yeah. again, you know, all you all you got to do is do that, and I assume the same is true that you would engage too if they had to issue. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I I monitor Slack pretty pretty closely. Yeah, no, and I, again, I I really I love the interactivity, and I hope as the year goes by that we're going to add a dimension to it, which is live interactivity through events. Um, and uh, I don't know whether that'll be in September or it'll be in December. At some point along the way, that was part of our plan. It's something that we've done a lot of in our lives, um, and uh, I think I think it'd be, I think it'd be great to be in a room with a lot of these people. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. Um, just a couple other things we we have Spy Talk launching, I believe, on April. We'll, we'll record it anyway on April twelfth. Uh, and we'll edit it and we'll release those episodes on um, Tuesday night, Wednesday mornings. So that's coming soon. And I watched a show this weekend that it was very interesting. It was, it's called calls. Have you seen, have you seen no. it? No, it's on Apple TV plus and it's completely audio. So all of they show is, these conversations that take place between people that there are nine episodes, they're less than 20 minutes each. And they have these conversations and they're all interconnected by a theme. And they show sound waves when they're talking and the sound waves change, you know, the shapes and colors. And I'm mentioning this because it's, you know, it just goes to the, you know, the whole point about, you know, audio and, you know, they've taken that a step further um, and actually released a television show that's completely audio. You're just literally watching sound waves and it sounds ridiculous until you just can't stop watching it. Well, it sounds like time for us to go totally video, you know, yeah. just completely go contrary to the trend. The other thing I got to tell you, I've thought about it and some people have mentioned like, why don't you do a clubhouse? I don't get Clubhouse. I just want to be really honest with you. To me, it's like Clubhouse is heading for Quibi territory. Like we have podcasts. They can be interactive. We have video. It can be interactive. We have email. That's interactive. We have lots of social media platform. What's the benefit of Clubhouse? I just think it's, it brings together different communities to have conversations um, that 
aren't necessarily at a set specific time. But yeah, beyond that, I mean, Twitter's doing this, you know, where you can have on demand live conversations. Um, I, maybe, maybe somebody else has a better explanation about. I don't know. I, I've been invited to a bunch of, you know, Hey, why don't you come and be, you know, on a clubhouse and we'll talk about something. And I'm like, this is like, what did you invent? The party line from 1940, you know, where everybody's like able to go. And I don't know. It, it just strikes me as redundant and not much value added, but I could be wrong. Well, it's, I mean, it, it's also for people that don't necessarily do podcasts or it's, you know, it's not, it's not um, meant for just people that are are sort of listening to podcasts. It's meant for anybody that can go and listen to a conversation about a particular topic. Yeah, I well, you know, I'm open and I'd love us to try all sorts of new things. And if somebody listening has an idea and we should do something on Clubhouse, I'm all for it. But so far, so far, no. Um, well, Chris, you know, the most pressing thing that I face between these podcasts is that my dog Grizzly makes demands for more food. Yeah. Uh, you, you probably noticed that. And I don't know if you've noticed, I'm, like my left arm is going down and I'm like feeding him pastrami. Um, but uh, he's not satisfied. He's What's never wrong? satisfied. There's never enough um, food for the dog. Uh, my mind just came up. He comes up every once in a while. He just came up here. He's, I think he's looking to sit, but he just, he's like a bull in a China shop. Yeah. But totally transactional dogs, dogs, all the dogs come into the room and it's like, what's in this for me? What can I get out of this? Exactly. Um, (laughs) and that's, that's the, that's the situation here. So anyway, I'm going to have to go and attend to that. I encourage people to reach out to us via these various mechanisms, particularly Slack or 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 Twitter or email, uh, or uh, you know if you've got some other ideas for us, share them, um, and do join us. I think later this week this discussion on COVID could not be more timely, and Kavita is just this you know national treasure that we've got that we've sort of plugged into who is as good an expert on all this as I think there are is anywhere. Yeah. She's, she's great. And she's become a friend, which I, you know, is really nice. Yeah, no, absolutely. She's a great person. So folks join us for all these things in the week ahead. Um, And Chris, you sign off of this show. So take us wherever you want to take us. Thanks for listening, everybody and stay healthy out there. Bye-bye.